Did that line up with him, Chris? It did. Yep, I've got okay, it. Okay, great. Here. Great. Yeah, you go. guys sounded you guys sounded lined up on my end, so nice. I was good. good. I was good. Cool. I'm gonna keep this over here. You ready, buddy? We're gonna roll. And welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome Brandana Sports Podcast, coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 36 for those eardrums coming at you. I'm Brandana, and with me, as always, QB, MA, and Tecmo Bowl, most awesome. Uh, What's up, brother? Not you know, just living life, brother. Right. Life is good. Work is good. Coming off of that wonderful Halloween season, my friend. Oh, yeah, how'd it it's go? Nice. How'd it go? You go out with the girls last night? We did. We did. We went out. Commissette uh, went out as. What, what would you venture to guess she went as? Ooh, um, I just at Okay, so did commit. I mean, is it uh, is it one of those dolls? Is it the yeah? It's a LOL, LOL doll. doll. Yep, she went. That's what yep, she was. She went as queen. She, she went as queen B, the LOL doll. Excellent. Uh, at two point oh was uh Dorothy. Okay. From the Wizard of Oz, which yep. is very cute. Getting lots of it. It's real funny too to see the two of them. Commissette much more fearful you know how sometimes like the the halloween houses they'll really do it up and yeah. they'll have all the spooky scary noises. Oh yeah. Commission Commissette. Not not into it. Not not even for the, the enticement of candy. Yeah. Commission 2.0, much like standing up on top of the <laughs> six-foot bear, just, just ready to go in there. She was growling at some guy in a crazy uh, <laughs> monster mask. It was pretty funny. She's going hog, hog on it. Trek into anything for half of a Twix bar, even if it's fun size. Uh, perfect, guys. Well, we have a chocked-full episode 36. So we're going to jump and give you the rundown, and we're going to just – Get the fuck into it. Uh, rip from the yep. headlines, we're talking NFL shake ups We have our guest Chris Allen in studio. We're going to talk a little college hoop with it right around Ooh. the corner. We're going to do the Neapolitan showdown. We're doing worst sports cliches. <laughs> we're going to jump into the Brandana gambling corner, doing college basketball futures. And we're going to finish, as we always do, with our MVP. You ready to do this, brother? There you go. A lot I'm to cover. I'm ready to do this. Let's get them to the jams. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. All right. Rip from the headlines. We're talking NFL shake ups Why are we talking about that this week, brother? Well, we just uh, we just capped off the NFL trade deadline, and for the first time in uh, quite so many years, we've had some real kind of moves and shakes happening in the league. Um, we had. Uh, do you want me to run down on the list that happened on the trade deadline? Let's do it, brother. Hit hit us with it. Okay. Okay, we had uh, Golden Tate from the Detroit Lions moved to the Philadelphia Eagles mm-hmm. for a third round pick. We had the Texans. Trade or trading for Demarius Thomas with the Denver Broncos, uh, they gave up a fourth and a seventh and got back Demarius Thomas in a seventh round draft pick. Uh, we had 
uh, oh, uh, Haha Clinton Dix, a safety from the Packers, getting moved to the Redskins for a fourth round pick. And then before that, we had, uh, oh, and also we had Ty Montgomery, which we'll get into probably a little bit deeper, getting traded. Oh, yeah. Basically getting pink slipped <laughs> from the Packers to the Ravens. Show to the door. Uh, for a, yeah, for a 2027th round pick. Uh, and then also we had, in, earlier in the, in the weeks, we had Amari Cooper from the Raiders getting moved to the Dallas Cowboys for a first overall, overall draft First round overall draft pick. That's wild. Right now, uh, let's kind of let's start from looking at it big, like the macro. Then we'll move to the micro. Uh, sure. Is more trading happening right now, or does it just seem like it? Yeah, you know what? I, I was thinking about this. I, I definitely think there is more trading happening, and I think what we talked about and just coaches getting aggressive with gameplay calling, yeah. going for two point conversions, going for yep. fourth downs. We're starting to see the front office being more proactive than they ever have before. I'll give you a, a case in point, the Green Bay Packers. Um, so a lot of these moves are, I think are, are related to, to potentially losing the player in free agency and then picking up a conditional pick yeah. later on in, 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 in drafts later. Green Bay was the team since I think like 2004 that had the most conditional picks of any team in 42. So that means they would let free agents go. They wouldn't go after them. And in turn, the the NFL rewards them with a conditional draft pick, kind of trying to equate some value for that player. Well, we saw we saw the Packers at the deadline move a player that they traditionally would have lost and just gotten a, a, a conditional pick for and haha Clinton Dix. He's a he was a free agent coming up in 2019. Even on in October 10th he had said he didn't think his time in Green Bay was much longer. He wouldn't even probably have been there in 2019 and they went off and moved him why? Because they were they have money to spend in 2019 and they don't think that they would have gotten the conditional value for haha back in that 2020 draft. So they went ahead, went ahead and said, we'll get a fourth-round pick. That's better value than we can get in the future. We'll free up money, and we'll have $42 million in free agency next year to spend. Okay, so let's run through these real fast, and I want you to hit me with a little bit on if any of these teams are kind of giving up and which one of these trades is hitting you most on the radar. Real fast, just to recap, it's Ty Montgomery to the Raiders, haha, Clinton Dix to the Redskins, Emmanuel Sanders to the Texans, Golden Tate to the Eagles, Dante Fowler to the Rams. Any of these teams giving up that move these players? Demarius Thomas, not Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders. Oh, sorry, Demarius Thomas. Yes, yes. Yep, yes. yep. Any, any of these teams that move these guys given up? Yeah, the the Packers are the, are the most curious to me because you've got your three, three, and one. You're kind of hanging around in there for the the potential NFC North division title. It gets you into the playoff spot. You've got Aaron Rodgers who. Bill Belichick and, or I'm sorry, Tom Brady just said, hey, if he was here in the Patriots, he'd throw for 7,000 yards. I mean, he's just that good of a quarterback. So that is a curious move to me. Um, I know that for the same reason that Detroit moved Golden Tate, again, they were three and four. Um, they traded for a, a Golden Tate for a, a third round pick. The biggest difference between HaHa Clinton Dix and Golden Tate to me is just purely age. And then the value that they got for it. Golden Tate is a top 15 yard after catch wide receiver, but he is 30 years old. He is he, they, he's, he's in his last year of, his, of a $31 million deal. I don't think that they were going to look to spend the money on him. If we're going to call and look at Patriot moves, and I don't want I know it's very hyperbolic to say, but that's why we're having a sports podcast. Yeah. 
that's that's a patriot move. That's a Richard Seymour. We don't want to pay this guy because he's a hometown hero. We can replace him and do better. Yeah, yeah. Again, so uh, let's look on the opposite end of that spectrum. Any of these guys, Ravens, Redskins, Texans, Philly, Rams, any of these guys pulling a piece that really kind of makes them take a large step forward? Yeah, I mean, the Redskins with HaHa Clinton Dix, he's a, a 2016 uh, pro bowler so he's and he's a young guy they now have probably one of the best defensive you know safety units back there um in the league i know everyone's looking at the rams and thinking "Ooh, the the they're getting the richer's getting richer dante fowler yeah um still a little something to prove you know, right little something to prove but is he going to get it i mean it, they they traded him because they needed an outside pass rush they have aaron donald and, and dominican sue in the middle but they needed to generate a little something from the uh, outside, but Dante Fowler with the Jacksonville Jaguars, his playing time has decreased. Uh, he's had a ton of off the field issues, hasn't stayed healthy. They didn't pick up his 2020 fifth year option. Um, I, I, I don't necessarily know if that's one of those things where they think that, Hey, if he comes in here and disrupts the game for 15 snaps, then that's all it's, it's worth it to us. And we're eight and zero, and we're just pushing our chips into the middle and trying to get it. Um, I don't, I don't know if it's going to pan out as much as they thought. Maybe it will, but uh, I, I, I it, it seems like they're they're pushing all their chips in the middle to try and win right this now this year. Yep, that makes total sense. Uh, kind of, and just taking it, kind of trickle down effect with two of these teams. Maybe a third, if you want to jump into Ty Montgomery. What does this mean for Nelson Aguilar in Philly, and what does it mean for Will Fuller the fifth in? Houston like I know uh, I think Will Fuller is out for the year but sure is, are, is Houston just done with him like a little too injury prone um that's interesting so so uh, he's got what I mean week eight so I mean he'll be questionable to start the season next year with an ACL tear yeah um he's been a little bit beat up Demarius Thomas is kind of that ins- insurance policy. Uh, now he's a totally different player than Will Fuller. He doesn't stretch the field. Um, I think so. With Demarius Thomas, he's owed, I believe, fourteen million dollars next year. So that would put that would basically eat up all of their cap space for for next year. The Houston Texans. Um, he does have an opt-out in his contract in 2019, so I, we might not see him. We might see this as a short-term rental, uh, basically, and 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 that might not be that might not have anything to do with with Will Fuller. Yeah, they they could be totally on their own. They we could see in the draft that them actually going for another wide receiver later in the draft. Um, there's a couple guys that might be able to replace him later in the back half of the first round, um, but. I, I think I see this more as a short-term rental because they okay. are five and three. Yeah. They've won five in a row, and they have a real push to get into the finals, or excuse me, the playoffs. And Especially in that division, and it's hard to get to five five and three. So why not trade for a band-aid right now? Since one of you know your second wide receiver option went down. Exactly, and and a fourth-round pick is you know that's a that's a role player slash special teamers. You might win big, you might hit a big score on a fourth rounder, but. Every fourth rounder you get is probably not going to be on the level of what Demarius Thomas can bring to you right now. So, you know, again, push your chips in the middle. Let's go. And again, this is all the the mindset of the aggressive GM. Let's not sit and, re- and wait and figure it out. We're rolling. We've got five and th- we're five and three. Let's get Demarius Thomas. He's out there. Let's get him. 
His his contract l- lends itself to a short term run for us. Come in here. If you play well, maybe we keep him around. If not, pff, whatever. We'll, we'll we'll cut you. Thank you for your time, and we appreciate you. All right, real fast. Uh, talk a little Ty Montgomery. Let's just run down the yes. situation. Um, Give us the was... blow by blow on this. Because I know you have, I think you have thoughts on this. I I do I do, and I don't want. Oh man, I'm trying to r e l a x about it, but I get so <laughs> fucking excited watching Aaron Rodgers lose his mind and not be able to get on the field. First of all, the like what we should give an MVP for uh, real fast uh, before we jump out of this segment is that slide down by Todd Gurley, just having the wherewithal and the really non selfish play. I mean, a lot of different things come up, right? Like. I mean, yeah. forget fucking covering the spread and covering the over, but like, you know, like touchdown bonuses are probably a thing in his contract, you know, but it was just sure. like, I, I love seeing that. It makes me really love a player. Anyway, to sum up, uh, Ty Montgomery playing the Rams, uh, the Rams go up by two, have to kick off with like 2.07 left. And the Packers Somewhere have right there, yeah. uh, one timeout, two timeouts. I think two timeouts, I believe. Two timeouts and two minutes and seven seconds is what it was. Uh, that's a pretty no-brainer down it in the end zone, no matter what you're told. Word on the street, he was told to definitely down it. Uh, and I think he was benched a little earlier, like pulled off the field, and he kind of takes it out. Um, here's, here's the yeah. big mistake for me. I, I don't mind putting the game on your shoulders. Like, that's just kind of like a mentality of some people and whatever. Like, you defy sometimes magic happens. My problem with this is taking it out of the end zone, you end up actually burning a timeout, which is extremely stupid and extremely selfish because you have that two-minute warning. So even if you break right. one off for anything less than a touchdown – that two-minute warning, which the clock stops anyway after that because it's a change of possession, but when that clock stops exactly on two minutes and it, or it didn't have that two-minute warning, then you burn that timeout. So, I mean, yeah. it was completely selfish. You saw Aaron Rodgers on the sideline lose his mind, and it goes back to the Rams. Or they, they, well, strip because it. What, they strip it, yeah. Yeah, because he fumbles, right? Because he, yeah. he, he not only has poor situational awareness in that moment, yes. and that could just be, like you said, like a, a guy who's like, fuck it, I'm pissed. I can make plays. I'm going to show everyone I can make a play. Yeah. And doesn't make a play and actually does the 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 worst case scenario, which is he ends up fumbling the ball away, giving the ball to the Rams, solidifying no opportunity for them to even have a chance to win the game. At all. Yeah. As as you as you you know, exclamation pointed with Todd Gurley kneeling at the three yard line instead of scoring a touchdown, which potentially could have got given them the ball back and given them just that much more hope or, or chance. Oh my god! And with Aaron Rodgers, you don't want to give Aaron uh, Rodgers a chance. So got me so excited. Even after it was like it was like third and three, and I think there was like fifty six seconds left or something. And they hand off like they're about to hand off to Todd Gurley, and Aaron Rodgers has like the offense huddled around, like making the game plan, and he just had to throw a towel because he didn't even get the fucking ball. Oh, it's so fantastic. Uh What's up, sports cliche alert real quick just <laughs> yeah. a little sports cliche. sure he, he can't he can't beat you if he's not on the field <laughs> oh man you're hungry for that uh all right chris allen's here let's bring him in bring him to his jam well it's the end of the working week i'm rushing back on quick i'm starving i'm for a glimpse that all i could eat a button brick I need stodgy food without the fuss then Wife gives me a plate of couscous I said I'm sorry love I want a chippy tea Chippy tea, chippy tea I want a chippy tea Boy you keep giving me posh No she don't agree with me I don't want lobster thermidor With a raspberry coolie I'm a working man from Lancashire And I want a chippy tea Alright everybody and we have Chris Allen joining us in the studio today. Evening. 
Oh, LA yeah. musician, uh, longtime co-pilot. That was the name of our basketball team. That's right, proudly. Uh, <laughs> how you doing, brother? Thanks for hopping on the pod. Oh man, I'm honored. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Absolutely. Oh, we got we got to give a shout out to you. Wrote our date night song, and I think uh, That's more right. more jams, more jingles of ours to come. So we oh, don't they're get sued, sued by like Pink Floyd. I think you're the one that also put that on the radar. Like we might need to change those songs a bit. <laughs> you switch them up. Yeah, like, you got to be ahead well, of the feds. You know what's the what's the rules? I just can't take any song I like and just throw it at my property and just kind of put it up there. That's a frown upon. Uh, so we want to get you. We're talking a little. Uh, I think this is very great timing coming into the college basketball season and getting you on here. Uh, you bleed crimson and blue. Big KU fan, right? I sure do. Yeah, I have since uh, since I was born. That's right. <laughs> so uh, give us a little bit more. Uh, there was a documentary. I'd love to jump in. Uh, to mm-hmm. say you're a big fan is probably a little bit of an understatement. Uh, <laughs> there was a There's No Place Like Home documentary that some people might remember from the ESPN 30 for 30 series talking about getting the original uh, rules of basketball uh, back to KU. Your family kind of played right. a role in that, right, Chris? They did, definitely, yeah. Uh, so my dad's a physician in Kansas City, and um, uh, my mom had heard that the rules were going up for auction. Uh, this is actually the original rules uh, written by Naismith himself, and his family was selling them. And uh, word on the street at the time was that anybody from like a Russian oligarch to Duke alum could buy these things, and uh, Lord knows we couldn't have that. So uh, sure. yeah, my dad jumped in and, and kind of helped out. So so what happened? Like who who was who first got uh, like tricked off? Is just like who was kind of the like running the brigade on this? Like we can't let this happen. We got to get these rules back to Kansas. Right. Uh, it was a uh, uh, New York film, uh, kind of a, a director documentarian named Josh Swade and uh, big. I mean, if you think we're uh, uh, Jayhawk freaks, this guy takes the cake. Uh, Josh Swade is an incredible filmmaker. Lives in New York and uh, heard about it kind of before anybody and, and just took the reins and figured to turn it into a documentary. And he, he worked alongside some ESPN personnel and, um, you know, uh, figured he'd turn this crazy journey into getting these rules back to Kansas into a documentary. And, uh, uh, yeah, my mom got, got involved and, and uh, she had my dad call in and, and uh, so he helped – kind of get Bill Self really involved. That was his thing because the university was getting ready to really just tank this whole thing. Um, it, was, it was getting great traction. There was a lot of KU boosters on board. And then for some reason, the university got involved and, and tried to say that these rules were fake. Which So K, K, KU, they were trying to get the rules back to, I'll let you jump in here most yeah. awesome. They were, they were saying that they were, they were not real? Correct. Yeah, yeah. And this was all kind of done outside of the university, outside of the bureaucracy itself uh so it's just crazy i mean you'd you'd think you'd want everybody would want those rules back home uh but there was just some weird whispers going on and somebody got into david booth's ear that these rules were fake and uh my dad kind of stepped in right in the middle when when things were kind of taking a a south turn there and helped turn around got bill involved um uh bill talked to david and uh david booth being the guy who bought the rules and uh you know (laughs) <laughs> Long story short, they got him home. It was pretty it's amazing. Beautiful. It's amazing to me that something like that would be up for auction, and then like it's not like you're buying this out of like some guy's van. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Like this isn't an auction house, and just, I'm sure there's it's, people. It's, that a, are it's a garage sale. Like we saw the rules; they're for sale. Like it's right down there on Iowa <laughs> yeah. Street. I just bid a couple bucks like, on that. That. 
that's crayon. That's not. That's not. That's not real. Yeah. So it's weird to me that someone would really like get into somebody's ear and say, "No, no, these are fake." Right. It, it seems interesting to me. I mean, it is. I, I get not wanting to get bamboozled and spend. How much do they sell for? Yeah. Is that disclosed? Yeah. Yeah. The end. The uh, I think with taxes and everything ended up being uh, four point two or three million. Sure. Uh, which is incredible. And then and then when they bought it, um, a buzzer went off, and the rules got halfway shredded. Yes, right. No, just like no, just, just <laughs> that's right. No. Yeah, yeah. Banksy showed up there at the end. Exactly right. No, exactly. Well, that's awesome. That's that's amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a really cool story. And so, and now is it? It's promptly the the rules are now promptly displayed in uh, Fog or uh, Fog Allen Fieldhouse. They right? are. Yeah, just outside of it. Uh, it's the Booth Family Hall of Athletics. Uh, David Booth, uh, not Jim Booth, our our good friend, sure. who during the time I thought was the family yep. buying the rules. Uh, different right. different booth. Shout out, I tell. Right, 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 right. Uh, this one has no e, but uh, yeah, yeah, they're they're displayed there, and you can go check them out. Like they kind of look like the Ten Commandments, just smaller. It's really really cool how they set them up. Um, sure. Just lit up, and it's it's pretty pretty hallowed because no other sport alive, no other major sport, let's say, uh, has the original rules of that sport written down. Like one day before there was nothing, the next day there's a sport. Nothing like that. Golf, no. Baseball, no. Yeah. yeah. Basketball does. Yeah, Naismith was, he was a KU head coach, right? The first one. Naismith and the only losing one. The first one. one. Yes. The only losing one, right, right, exactly. Well, it, you know, much like anyone who originates anything, they usually end up don't... Uh, <laughs> work out the kinks. Right. Yeah, exactly, exactly, right. Yeah, exactly. well, he believed, so that's, you, that's he believed you don't coach the game. It's just something for the football players to do in the, in the winter. Uh, you know, and, and that's... For conditioning? Yeah, for con- literally, that's it, yeah. Uh, you know, he wanted to keep them safe and healthy, and, and my great-granddad, Fogg, believed that... I, I, I don't know there, James. I think there's a little more to this thing. Sure. So he... Uh, and he was right. He was. He was, right. he was yeah. Oh, uh, well, brother, thanks for hopping on. Uh, and dime, hats off to your family to kind of keeping that, uh, hey, that tradition right that KU is so popular about, like uh, Rich and Alive. Glad you played a part in that. Right uh, on, What do you think about judging this Neapolitan showdown? You game? I'm so down. Let's you do You want to come in high noon? Bring us to that jam. So let's leave it alone. Because we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad I'm, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here, Chris Allen, because this always uh, this always goes a little more right. fair okay. when. Uh, all right. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not kissing up. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Neapolitan yeah, showdown. I'll let you get in your thing. Okay. It's it's high noon. We got a a judge in Cinesquare ready to let us know exactly how it's going down. We're talking worst sports cliches. Oh boy, um, I like it. Last week we had, uh, I went for the kill the first time the guess the third one has been executed for the 50, yeah. point, 100 point, 50 point block for the 100 point swing. So I will take the ball out. Um, That's right. My number one coming out of the gate, uh, I am going to go with, you know that guy right there? This guy's a football player. Basically, long story short, I'm going with <laughs> anything that comes out of John Gruden or Chris Collinsworth's mouth. Uh <laughs> Of course he's a fucking football player. He's in football right. pads. It's Monday Night Football. He's on a football team. I, therefore, de facto, I can deduce he is a football player. You're saying – you're almost saying it is what it is, which is my worst phrase ever. You're not saying anything. Mm-hmm. I see that he's a football player. I'm aware. 
It sucks. That's my number three. That's my strong start. Okay. Oh, strong start. Coming out of the gate with your number three. I like, I like it. it. Yep. It's good. I'm, I'm going to go on the same similar Captain sure. Obvious tip uh, because <laughs> I right. think that's a very, you know, number three, yeah. you know, level cliche. I'm going to go with a little bit better because how else can you do this when you say they have to take it one game at a time? Mm. There's no other yes. way to take it. There's yeah, yeah. no other yeah. way mm -hmm. to do it. How else do you do it? It's 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 not, it's, it's not like it's like gambling where if you lose one you can just bet three on the next one. It's just like you know what we lost. Instead of one game at a time, next week we're gonna play three games on Sunday. We're just gonna try to catch up. Ex exactly. We're gonna play our second string in Denver, <laughs> and we're gonna go into Oakland. And here we go. We'll see what happens. Tackling this season. Maybe we'll get a, we'll, two games we'll at a time. Season. It's lazy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, CA? How do you score, brother? Oh my gosh. Um, Oh, man. I, I've voiced my, my concern with Collinsworth. He is uh, hard to listen to sometimes. Uh, yeah. But, good Lord, M.A., that's, that's too good. I, I, I heard it right away. I knew it. It's one game at a time. That's, All right. That's, that's the worst there. All right. Uh, it looks like we got a little one nothing M.A. ahead. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. I do want to say this real fast. You know who my, uh, my MVP within this segment is for the Neapolitan Showdown? Who's it's that? probably Bill Belichick oh, because wow. he literally talks in cliches but tongue-in-cheek. He simultaneously says cliches to say absolutely nothing, which is actually what sports cliches are. He's the only one that actually right. uses them appropriately. That's a good point. Oh, and I, I got to give a shout-out to M.A. I'm going to bring it up, guys. If you want a little, there you go. Okay. If you want a little Easter egg, <laughs> go back. Listen to my boy in episode 35 talk about Bill Belichick and someone coming up to his house for Halloween, and he says, <laughs> I'm, I'm moving, on, moving on to Thanksgiving. Moving on to Thanksgiving. Right. That is pulled from Bill Belichickian. We're moving on to Cincinnati. We're looking on to Cincinnati. Yeah. Just, just hats off to you, brother. All right. All right. No. Thank you. All right. That's, that, all right. All right. That's, that's enough. One or nothing. Fuck so off. Much. All right. Number two. All right, CA, you, you've never seen so much love in the Neapolitan Showdown. This is, I, uh, I feel like this is unprecedented. Oh, I'm lost. We're in the Neapolitan Showdown. Never mind. Never mind. This is not belong okay. here. My number two is I'm going to go with this is a must-win game. Oh, okay. Here's nice. where I'm going with it. It rarely is. If it's a must-win game, if you say must-win game, it needs to be either you're mathematically eliminated or you're in a some sort of sudden-death playoff. Like, that's that's the right. only actual must-win games. Uh, it, it ties into this entire thing, which I think is a problem for you, Most Awesome. I know you and I see eye-to-eye -eye on it. I'm sure it bothers you, CA. It's, yep. Yep. it's sports Absolutely. hyperbole. It's like when you're just trying to make something so, like this... Like a Thursday night Oakland-San Francisco game meaningful. Some games are just fucking meaningless. That's right. that's just that's the long and the short of it. You got to get over it. Like it's not a must win. It's a must not watch game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well played. This is sports, the equivalent of sports filler, right? I mean, this is just yeah. fluff. Yes. This is extra padding. Well, they're just this like, is... they're, they're like, we flew all the way to San Francisco. <sighs> like they're paying for hotel rooms, our meals. God, we got to try to get people to watch this fucking game. Ooh. So it's yeah. just like pulling anything out they can to try to get your eyeballs to stay on. Right. Not Their the season depends on this game. Yes, yes mm -hmm. exactly. So here's what I here's what I like. I like that. That's a good one. I'm, I'm not going to. There's no shame in that one. Why, why are we so friendly in this? This is the Apollo oh, Showdown. Come on. Yeah. Yes. Smack talk. Because CA is CA is, a, CA is a, he's like a, oh, he's an elixir. He makes Ugh. everything bubbly. I like yeah. it. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. <laughs> um, here's mine. 
You can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. Oh, wow. This is one of these sports cliches. And I love it when, like, the head coach, the opposing head coach says it about player X. Because really what he's saying is, like, this dude is. <laughs> he's gonna smoke us. Team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, this guy's this gonna, guy's, gonna fucking lay this, waste to our team. This guy's gonna throw for 380, four touchdowns, yeah. and it's just like nothing we can do about it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You know our seven foot two center. Yep. This guy's gonna jump over him, Frederick Weiss, Vince Carter style, Vince dunk Carter. on him. Yeah. We can't contain him. We can't contain him, or we can only hope to contain him. We can't stop him. So just let it. He's gonna do his thing. Ooh. Man. All right. I mean, <laughs> hey, with great power comes great responsibility, CA. Score uh, it, motherfucker. I mean, I'm going to score this one and and I'm going to stay true to the topic uh only because the second one, I actually like saying that. Like I, that one doesn't irk me. I, I get where you're coming Ooh, from, but nice. uh I got to score this one to to Brandon. The must-win game is just a little too overused and uh, this 24-hour news cycle, you know, it, it, it gets overplayed, man. Nice brother. And you sure. know what? Like, I, I will say this. That's a great point, CA, because I did want to bring up, uh, and maybe I'll drop one of these before we get to our constellation bracket. I wanted to see if either MA or I would say one that the other one actually likes. Like, I don't know if I'm going to yeah. guess your last one, but I was going through and looking at some cliches after I wrote them down. It's like, like it's a tale of two halves. I like that sports cliche. I know. Because it, it, like, it kind <laughs> of is. Like, there are second-half yes. teams. Like, there are teams that are just kind of, like, they recalculate at halftime. And I like the idea of that being the strategy of the sport. So that's why Absolutely. I, I give that one a pass. Agreed. Is there one off the okay. top of your head, M.A., that you're into, that you dig before we hack this out? Because we got a dead heat. We, we got, got one, one, one more. I, I like the one where they go, you've been hit with a sports boot <laughs> 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 All right. That was, is, that, is that what a cliche That one is really still sure. good. That one didn't quite catch on from 30 weeks ago. You know, we gave it a solid 30 weeks. <laughs> I, we just need to listen to more yet. Bob Mennery. We need to get him on this. Uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. This, you know. All right, uh, one-to-one dead heat. Okay. My, Ooh. I am going with my number one worst sports cliche because it just ain't so mm-hmm. is defense wins championships mm, gotta score oh. you gotta score points you gotta it's that's something you got to score points there's just yeah. you mathematically have to score points that's yeah. the long and the short of it oh that's good that is good it is that good that one is perfectly encapsulated by there's a commercial out there and i know most people don't want to watch commercials for it's with the commercials where like they turn into their father or they yes. turn into their mother oh, yeah. it's like yep. the yep, self-help yep, yep. group for all the dads yeah. and yeah. the guy's like and I'm walking around telling that people that defense wins championships. Yeah. And the guy leans over and goes, well, it does. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so yeah. earnestly. You know what I mean? Right. That's great. So that yes. that's such like a great one. Yeah. It's That one almost has made a renaissance just solely for that commercial. Oh, how funny you know that what? Joke is. That's a good point. It yeah. kind of does. And if I can just like do a little amendment or just like maybe plead my case a little bit more. Yeah. yeah, is yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of ties into like the older sports fan that is just kind of like aging as a man. And so, you know. He right. misses you know, the game when it was true, when it was really yeah. a game. And yeah. like, this isn't yeah. the game he recognizes anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the same guy now who's like always complaining about football. Be like, oh, they're taking the, the fizzle. What is this? What is this? Flag football. Are we going to oh. play flag football? No, ex- like, exactly. The, game or the, or the guy with the baseball who just like the fact that there could be like automated balls and strikes, like blues his mind. Just like, yeah, yeah, baseball would be over as we know. You ruined the game. That's not what baseball is. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so I am going to go. That's a good one. Uh-huh. I like it. I'm going to go with one that 
uh, is a huge cliche, and I, I just think it's like there's other ways that we can describe this now, and I, I figure we could be a little bit more creative in, in how we talk about people's legendary work ethics. I'm talking Ooh, about God. first one in the building and last one out. Oh, first man. off, no, he fucking isn't. No, he isn't. Uh. He's not the janitor. <laughs> He's not the cleanup crew. That's right. People are getting there. Every time they show the guy who's like got the legendary work ethic, guess what? The lights are already on the fucking building. That wow. means somebody was already there beforehand. Uh, that's right. Okay. You know, so but, but like, I, let's get a little bit more creative. He doesn't uh, have like he doesn't have that janitor roll of keys working on his hip. Like Kobe Bryant isn't getting in there. You know what I'm saying? But, but that, mm-hmm. see that that one actually means something to me because even though like maybe sometimes you can't take it literal, what it is saying is just like oh like this guy like it's he has prioritized his team like he wants to be sure. a leader he wants to get there early and first you remember we watched hard knocks with that uh dipshit coach that got fired but he was yeah, just huge like action. One, huge thing action. He, one thing he said that actually made sense he was just like hey baker like you might want to get here fucking earlier because tyrod taylor's showing right. up and he's just like you ain't looking like a leader I like so that, seems, like, right. that, that actually seems important in sports to be that guy and to be the guy that uh i think kobe did it or you know after kobe. a loss would stay in the gym and you know you just shoot for like another like hour and a half two hours exactly. just to show sure. everybody it's just like winning sure. is your fucking priority. Yeah. Sure. Say it any say it any other way. Just don't use the most played out cliche that there ever is. It's, yeah. There's a million different ways to describe everything that you're talking about, Brandon. Right. Brandana. I, I I don't I don't disagree with you at all. But that's just like the that's like we we use that for everyone. Wells Wes Welker, you know, Jimmer for that. Yeah. Like we use all these guys that are just yeah. in there, just like legendary work ethics. It's like yeah. if if, well, if, okay. if everyone on the team is the first person there, then that's just the call time. Yeah, is that where we're going? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> if, 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 like all all thirty six <laughs> players are showing up at the same time, it's just like well, that's not there all early. They're playing. It's just like what what time they're showing up. I would much rather be like Lawrence Taylor was the last one there and the first one out of the building. That dude, he was that's just racing to get whores and coke. But on Sundays, he's dominating. He was cracking a beer walking off the field. He practice field. He didn't care. (laughs) All right. Well, okay. I mean, this is good. You guys brought your A game to the the last one here. Um, First one in the building. That's interesting because I do think that's a a somewhat recent obsession uh, amongst commentators and and, uh, pundits. Uh, Especially after Kobe's retirement, we we love to to prop up, you know, the greats who have – ended their careers, uh, be it music or, or sports. Um, we did the same with Prince when he passed. We, everybody got obsessed. Same thing happened with Kobe. But I, I just think Brandon's thing is, is very overarching, and defense wins championships. Uh, tell that to Villanova in Kansas. <laughs> it, it, I mean, we could have put, you know, eight, eight foot tall people out there. They were going to hit threes. It didn't matter. It didn't right. matter. Hand, defense did not win that, that championship. Victory. Their three pointers won it, and especially uh, you know with these. Uh, 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 I mean, the Red Sox winning it all. God, they had incredible bat power, and and they just they put bats on balls. That's what did it. Oh, that, that's even better. Call that's it, brother. Better yeah. Call it, brother. Bats on Call balls, it. baby. Let's just end it with. Call that. it. Who wins it, CA? Who wins it, CA? Hats on helmets. Branding. Uh, yeah, Brandon, Brandana Brandana gets that one. Oh. Score it. Uh, real fast. Uh, thank you. That Scoreboard, is a motherfucker. That is. <laughs> <laughs> that is a two-beat. Uh, well done, C. Allen. Uh, really good segment. Uh, this was, you know what? It's this is too bad when we compliment each other a little bit. Ma, this felt nice. I know. It felt. Do you have any? 
I, Constellation, I, I do. Nice, but you, but you earned it. You earned Rob, it. Thank you. Okay. All right. And you're exactly here. And people you, really you go have, go back and listen to that Belichick joke in thirty five. You can fast forward to it. It's when he talks. It's really like <laughs> it's a treat. It's a treat for this. Like after Halloween, if you didn't get enough in your candy bag, there's a little treat waiting for you. It's in episode thirty five. <laughs> go, go find there it. There you go. Uh, real fast, that, my my, const- have- my yeah, I got one constellation. It's um, okay. I almost with with in space. Uh, that was kind of a bigger thing, like early two thousands, yeah. and it was when Reggie Bush came in the league. But like every in fucking space. commentator was saying it. It's just like there was an email blast that went out, and it was just like, oh, use this term in space, and it was just like, yeah, like I get, yeah, in Everybody. space is when like you just like you shred off tacklers. It's just like yes, I'm getting the ball with not defenders around you. Uh, excellent strategy. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yes. Right. Oh yeah. In space. Also like similar. Also similar overused. though is yeah. runs. Downfield or uh, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, downhill. Downhill. Runs that, downhill. That gets. It's every game. I hear that line. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. He's running. Down, he runs. He's just a downhill runner. Downhill. He gets north and south. Yeah. It's actually not good uh, in your knees. So don't don't do that field. a lot, please. Like. Right. <laughs> right. Um, I did like, and maybe I should probably switch this up for my game plan. I, I, the one that I had on there on the outside looking in was is they control their own destiny. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they do because yeah, yeah. force majeure. <laughs> fate is not intervening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they all control their destiny. Obviously. Um, and then I also like they have to ignore the off the field noise. That's that's another nice. one. Yeah. I like. Nice. Uh, another classic Neapolitan showdown for the books. Uh, good one. I'll be taking two victories in the next episode. Uh, okay, let's oh, jump in oh. right now. Ooh, what's that? Oh, oh. oh, it looks like we're going to the gambling corner, but we got a little curveball. That's right. It's time for does M. A, have it. That's right. We have guest oh, CA right. who has prepped. And Chris Allen, can I drop what, what we're asking him? So uh, just so Absolutely. listeners know, we've done it once with Tom. It's a segment where sometimes we just spring it on MA. What we're going to do is we've got yeah. a category, and we're going to list out eight players in that category from per- professional sports, not baseball players. Obviously, those guys come from high school. Who the fuck knows what's going on? Exactly. Professional sports, and then... Most awesome is going to name what college they attended. And this week, we right. are doing athletes that are also musicians. Go, CA. Mm-hmm. He released some music. Steve Francis. Steve Francis. Yes, sir. Franchise. The franchise um, came out of the University of Maryland. Ooh. All right. He's good. He's good. Okay. All right. Number two. Number two. All right, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go uh, bring it back. Uh, this one's a little easy. It's also obvious because he's probably the best rapper amongst them all in the NBA. Shaq. Shaq. Oh, I mean, Shaq went to LSU. Shaq went to LSU. I thought you were gonna go in the NBA. Currently, that rapper title is Damian Lillard, and he went to Weber State. Oh Shaq. man. Da- oh boy. Do you get my boy? Don't talk to my boy about colleges and rap. He gets fired up. Number three. Let's go. All right. Number three. Where did this guy go? I'm just kind of you know warming you up here, getting the easy ones out of the way. Uh, I don't sure. know if you ever heard of this guy. Power forward in the '90s, Chris Webber. Chris Webber. Yes, of course. He went to my University of Michigan. Yes. I'll give you the high school, Detroit Country Day. Damn. There you go. I mean, See, all right. But, let's do, okay. What, all right. what college do you travel okay. at? Copy that. Next one. That's right. Number all right. Four. All right. Uh, this one, uh, we got another Laker up in here uh, because Kobe released some stuff too, but uh, I, don't think, sure. I don't think you could name his college. Doesn't exist. So because uh, because he, he didn't go to he went to high school in Lower Marion High School. That's is a, that your question? That's a, no, no, it is not. I'm uh, I'm just prefacing okay. this one. His teammate, his name is Meta World Peace, and he released some stuff. Uh, but Ron Artest, where'd he go? 
Ron Artest, formerly the Malison Palace. That's right. Ron Artest went to St. John University. Wow. Brooklyn, what up? Wow. Well done. Well done indeed. All okay, right, that's we're gonna, four for four. Four for four. Sir. I thought you were going to bring up. I thought you were going to bring up Wayman Tisdale, who the famous I, I uh, NBA player who's a jazz musician went to Oklahoma University. That's right. Yeah, University of Oklahoma. And who did he lose that title to? Nineteen eighty-eight. Fucking feeling it. Dude. The perfect score, my boy's on fire. Mm. Mm, that's good. Who did, who did Wayman Tisdale lose that nineteen eighty-eight uh, Final Four game to? Oh, to, would it be KU? It, it was. That's a tough one there, huh? All right, we're going to flip over. <laughs> Flip over to the NFL here. Uh, some other guys okay. who released uh, 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 some hot jams. We're going to go with the running back, Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson. Yes, sir. Chris Johnson, the Arizona Cardinals, Chris Johnson. Yep, that's uh, right. Went to, I believe it's a North Carolina University. Ooh. I think I'm going to say Eastern Carolina University. Are you kidding me? That's incredible. No. Yes, Eastern Carolina. No. My, my boy's wicked smart. I swallowed a bug. Wicked <laughs> smart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we got time for one more. Hit him with one more NFL player. All right, here we go. Perfect score. Uh, we got uh, uh, wide receiver releasing music. Deshaun Jackson, where did he go to college? Deshaun Jackson went to Cal Berkeley. Yes, he sure did. Well, Boom. well played. Give me, give me the other two. Just give me the other two. Rapid fire. Oh, so, okay. God, All right, here we go. So All right, uh, we got Walter Payton. Walter Payton. Ooh. Yeah. He went to a division like two school, shit. There. Like a, it's like a MEAC school. I don't remember. Yeah, look, I don't know. Hope that's, like a Grambling State. Hope or that's, that's close. It's close. Yeah, yeah. Jackson State. That's that's not bad. Jackson State. Yep. All right. And, and okay. here you go. This one's always relevant, no matter the year. OJ Simpson. Uh, OJ uh, Simpson. Yep. USC. That's yeah. right. I saw my. He released music. He did. Oh yeah. In fact, after the murder. Right. It was it was oh. very creepy. Oh, that's right. He had that he had that rap song. Yes, the, the yes, music video is very creepy. All right, that puts my boy Ma at does Ma have it? Eighteen for twenty over the two times he's yep. done it yep. so far. That proves that my boy Ma most definitely does have it. See, Alan, you might want to get comfortable, pour that drink because you know you ain't getting out of shit. That's right. It's time for Mab about you. <laughs> oh, first time guest get eight. Questions, rapid fire, emphasis on the rapid. I'm gonna fly through these. Gonna hit him with eight questions, uh, and he's competing. What's he competing for this week? Oh, he is competing for this lovely T-shirt. Do you Look see at that? that? See oh, that is right gorgeous. That. Oh, that's, that's fire! Hot. I wish you guys could see that. That is hot. I know it's hot. Yeah. it is hot. They're, they are. They are in stock, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, we actually, we actually have them. <laughs> All right, uh, real fast. Uh, so, eight questions. Uh, rate this podcast on a scale of one to this podcast fucks. Oh, I, I mean, this podcast fucks long and hard. Nice. Ooh, that's an eight-hour fuck session. Yeah, give you eight there points. you go. Yeah, perfect. Minimum. Uh, best guitarist of all time. Oh my god, uh, Jimi Hendrix. Hmm. That's right. I'll give you twenty-seven points. I like that. Okay. Uh, For the obvious reason. Sing your favorite yacht rock song. <laughs> oh man, because uh, 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 I've been living it up from the women to the wine, living it up. <laughs> oh, man. Here we go. I just got one. I don't know who's. Nice. I don't know who's saying that song. It's, so I'm gonna give you a thousand points. All right, man, yeah. Nice. Build a point. Uh, good shit. What's uh, best Nintendo game of all, of all time? Nintendo game of all time. Ah, good 
got Nintendo. Well, which Nintendo? Are you going Super Nintendo, old school? What, Regular what Nintendo. 8-bit, baby. 8-bit, baby. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. I mean, uh, Super Mario Brothers 3. Three. Mm. Super Mario. Can I do it one yeah, more time? Yeah, 3. It just, it just went awesome. crazy. Do it, do it. Super do it. Mario Brothers 3. Little wizard callback. <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay, you lose a bet, and you have to get one tattoo on your ass. Here's your three option. A oh, Missouri God. Tiger. Oh, no. A K-State Wildcat. Oh, Scott Stapp. Oh, good God, dude. I, it's... Scott Stapp. I mean, Scott Stapp. <laughs> Lead singer of Creed. Put it on his cheek. Put it right, right there. Uh, you've gained a nickname in our friendship circle of yes. Chip Allen. It's um, amazing. <laughs> is this because of your short fuse or you just hate all your friends? It's uh, option B. And also, I, uh, <laughs> I'm the only one who's in a fraternity, and Chip Allen is the perfect fraternity. Chip name. Allen is perfect. It is. Yeah. It is. I'm going to give you uh, Flaming Hot... Doritos on that. Nice, one. That's I good. like that. That's good. Oh, I didn't let you judge the uh, Scott Stapp on the ass. How many points for that? Oh, it's all right. Uh, I'll give you what? What was Cre- Two did Cree have had a number one hit? I'll give oh, you, number, I'll give you one think, point. Yeah, did, nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Ma had a Halloween story in the Tales from the Frat that we brought back. Uh, he showed up at a sorority where all the sorority girls were dressed as the same thing. What was that costume? Oh my God. I'm going to go Britney Spears, but I, I, I don't know. Oh, so close. Mm, really? Um, no, they were Girl Scouts, so what's a, what's a box of uh, Thin Mints? <laughs> Three for $5? Yeah, I'm going to give you five bucks. All right. <laughs> Not just Girl Scouts, though. They also, they also all had, like, what, platinum blonde wigs, right? Sounds like a bland wig. Sounds yes, like was, something uh, like Amityville Horror or something. That kind of sounds who. terrifying. You, you couldn't tell if they were at the Britney Spears music video one, so it's, you know. Okay, last question. Uh, how many exactly. people does a bag of chips from Subway serve? Oh, God, I mean, <laughs> it depends on what time it is, but I'm going to say it don't depend. comfortably two. It's one, motherfucker. It's one. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to write uh, sharing is for caring on that one. Wow. Let me quickly tally up all the points here, C-A. On a buzzer beater. Chris Allen, you've won yourself a most awesome brand in a Oh, time. my God. Man, yes, that was the close. The parade begins. Con- congrats, wow. bro. Congrats. Oh, man. And that also needs to be payment for all our jingles and songs you have to write. Yeah. All right, let's jump exactly. into the, exactly. uh, the gambling corner. Bring us to that jam. gambling corner we do cooking with gas get get through your segment (laughs) (laughs) that's why i was like most awesome i know you like you want another dozen like this is where they went to college like it's like relax (laughs) i know i know when you're in the zone i'm in the fucking zone i got some some bonus points for you though uh 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 there ma Uh, on that on that topic but we can do that off the air we trying to hijack the show bro trying to hijack the show bro Brandana Gambling Corner. We're talking <laughs> college 
basketball <laughs> futures. Uh, so we're going to talk about what I'm basically looking for is we're going to run through these odds. I'd like a yeah. this is safe money. I'd like uh, let's get a little sexy, and I'd like a this is a long shot. At the gate, yep. though, uh, the ACC did petition to expand the tournament, which I think we all would gr- agree is even though like you kind of find you do find one of the best teams oh. it is one of the hardest championships to absolutely win. that ncaa yep. like just making your way through that gauntlet that is mm-hmm. march madness uh what do you guys think about expanding to 72 yay or nay Oof, nay yeah i'd say nay as well mm-hmm. uh 64 games or 66 games i guess tech or 66 teams now it's just it, what's, what's, what's six more teams yeah, sixty-eight. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah you're so right. Two play-ins. I mean, everybody only considers the sixty-four. I mean, the tournament begins. Yeah. you know, on that Thursday. Not Do you guys on remember the like the, the first the first like two or three years they tried to call that yeah. that play-in round round one, one. Like, right. and it would be like round two and three, and it'd be like, what are you round two like, and three? Like, what are you? T- it's awful. opening weekend. Like, exactly. Knock that off. Right. Yeah, that lasted two right. years. They call it, yeah, they call them the first four. You're mm-hmm. like, come yeah. on, bro. Yeah, yeah. that's better. That's I, not, no it's, one's buying. Yeah, no one's buying yeah. NC State, Texas A&M. Exactly. No one's into this game. And, and here's 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 the hat tip that the games don't mean shit. They're on fucking True TV. That's Moving right. on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let me hit you, bros, with some odds real fast. I'm just gonna fly through these first until yeah. I get uh, out of the sixty to one range. And then mm-hmm. we can kind of hit him specifically if you want to hear him. We got Duke at five to one, Kentucky yep. eleven to two, Gonzaga fifteen to two, Kansas seventeen to two, North Carolina mm-hmm. ten to one, Villanova ten to one, uh, Nevada twelve to one, Virginia eighteen to one, Tennessee twenty two to one. Then we got Oregon, mm-hmm. West Virginia, Michigan, Michigan State, UCLA, Indiana, Syracuse, Auburn, Florida, Wichita State. Florida State rounded out kind of that top twenty, ranging from thirty to one all the way down to Florida State at mm-hmm. sixty to one so not none of these numbers are screaming you know those numbers that you would see like to win the lombardi trophy to win uh, obviously right. an nba championship especially mm-hmm. over the last three years we're almost betting a hundred dollars to win 50 so mm-hmm. anything you're doing like you're definitely gambling ca what jumps out of you right now if you just had to pick a favorite if yeah. you're just like i like this team to win the championship where does your money go i mean you know straight money you gotta put it on duke right now they are so good sure. They are so talented. I know they are ranked uh, uh, atop a lot of people's lists, but they're just so good, and they're so well coached. Uh, some people have Kentucky uh, as number one. I believe CBS has that. I, I, I just don't see that, but it's Duke. Who you got, Amy? Yeah, I mean, right now I would go. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go a little homer pick here for the pot. I'm gonna go Kansas. Mm-hmm. I mean, at seventeen to two, mm-hmm. right? With yeah. uh, the Lawson brothers, you got Quentin Grimes, Devin Dotson, mm-hmm. Diedrich Lawson is a Player of the Year oh, candidate, so first good. team All American. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's. I think those are. But you know, but Duke is equally as good as you're as you're watching a uh, a preseason <laughs> game. That's right. Uh, here's the thing that here's the thing that I what's I, the thing, I, bro? I know what's a lot. Of, here's the thing. Exactly. Sure. Kentucky is not the Kentucky Mm-mm. of old, where it's just like, hey, let's roll out the ball, put five 18-year-olds out on the court, and we'll exactly. figure it out. Um, the thing that's most scariest, the thing that's scariest to me about Kentucky is they return P.J. Washington, who could have left. Mm-hmm. They return Quadre Green, who's a five-star guy, is a point guard, another year of seasoning. But then they add Reed Travis. Reed Travis is a grad transfer from Stanford, right. average 20 and, and 9 or 20 and 8, at Stanford, like a three, four-year starter, 
now gives them a little bit of senior leadership and, and really kind of a bruise around around the basket. But I think somebody who can kind of shepherd them through that early growing pain, yeah. early growing pain period. And I wonder if that might be a different way that Calipari has to now coach. Because first he was just trying to get six freshmen all to figure it out mm-hmm. or, you know, with a couple <laughs> role players in there. You throw in a guy like Hagens, a guy like Kelton Johnson. Oh, yeah. Emmanuel Quickly is going to be great. Yeah, Quickly. Yeah, exactly. Another you know, the 6'3 point guard exactly. who's – Yeah, exactly. Just they, they, they have a lot of flexibility. Mm-hmm. Duke is very, is very good, but Duke is very much Kentucky of old. Exactly. Cam Reddish. You've got R.J. Barrett. You've got, obviously, Zion Williamson. A lot of freshman yeah. hype coming in. Trey, Trey Jones. Yep. Um, who's the younger brother of the other Jones kid who what they won the national championship with um, as their point guard. Yeah. It's one of those things. Tyus Jones, excuse Tyus. me. Um, yeah. He is – it's just one of those things where it's like, yes, I could see them. Krzyzewski's all, all world. But, I mean, with that team, with Zion and, and all of the allegations, who knows what eligibility scandals could it's come up point. to along the way. Yeah, that's a good point. I think another guard to watch on, on Kentucky, too, you were talking about all the, those Kentucky players. Uh, on that second unit is going to be Tyler Hero. Uh, uh, yeah. Six foot four, uh, kind of a slasher shooter. Um, I think that kid's got some talent. If he doesn't star this year, I think he should stay next year and, and, and improve because he's. And he's so I think what we're team. really yeah. talking about, too, with these, uh, with Calipari and teams that have these, uh, these kind of like younger guys coming in, like you can get off to a slow start. In NCAA basketball, you know, yeah, you don't really have true. that luxury in NCAA football or like right. uh, some of the pro sports. Uh, I mean, NFL football, but you know, you can, you know, you piece work to something together, and then you just kind of backdoor in or win your conference championship and get true. in as like a four or three seed, and then you're Very you're true. sitting just fine. Uh, okay, well, give me a little bit. Uh, give me a sexy pick, not something that's quite a long shot, but you're just like, you yeah. know what? Like, I kind of my birthday came up. My grandma sent me two hundred dollars. I'm gonna put it on something. Where you got your money? I mean, that's easy for me. It's going to go uh, uh, along with my good friend and guitarist, Justin Cook's Syracuse Orange. Uh, you know, they've got, they've got one of the better defenses coming in this year. Ken Palm's got them at number three. Uh, Ken Palm. And that's, Ken uh, that's, that's uh, real, real quick. Yeah, that's yeah. Cuse. I mean, coincidentally, they have KU as number one defense, which is, which is pretty interesting. But uh, sure. Syracuse returns all five starters. Uh, yep. they, got some, uh, they got a good class coming in and one of, you know, the greatest coaches uh, alive right now in Jim Beheim. Uh, one of my, let me let me drop those odds real my, fast for the listeners. Sorry, uh, and that's Syracuse uh, is coming at forty to one. Forty, 40 to one. one. That's right. Yep. Forty to one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Very good. No, that's good. That's a that's a nice sleeper yeah. kind of. Mm. They're always mm. going to be in their pick. I like it. Yep. I'm going to go. It's not as juicy of odds, um, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go with it purely because I believe that they will most likely have at least a one. Or I shouldn't say at least at least a two seed. I, I really envision mm. University of Nevada. Yes. Oh, I had nev- Nevada on my list. Good call. I had Nevada on my list. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. 12, 12 to one. Yep. You've got yep. uh, the Martin Bro- twins, Caleb and Cody, mm-hmm. coming back. Yeah. They made number one offense. They lost a uh, number one offense. They're supposed to be number right? one offense this year. Yeah. Yeah, and and here's the thing is is that they have the best chance to win out. I mean, remember when we, we talked about Kalapari, remember his University of Memphis teams, right? They played in a poor division, mm-hmm. would rack up like 30 wins, yeah. get that one or two seed, and then slaughter their way through into like the Elite Eight. So yeah. I, I envision 
Nevada having a very similar run. I, I heard a stat earlier in the mm-hmm. day that they, in all their games and all their their the regular seasons, are at like a seventy. Like each game, they would have like a seventy-two percent chance to win every game. Ah, so they come in there, the, the resounding favorite every game. Yeah. That means wins. That means high tournament seed in the NCAA. That mm-hmm. means just a better shot of getting into the Elite Eight. Yeah, you get a little momentum. They've got a little seasoning in them. Yeah, they do. Could be could be a little juicy pick at twelve. I like that, brother. I like that. I, uh, I bet them. Uh, I bet them yeah. a lot last year, kind of in the tournament. They were just. Nice. I don't know. Kind of like one of those sneaky teams. Sometimes you can find value in those teams too, right? Like not any right. of those sexy teams that a lot of people aren't betting on. So the lines aren't kind of setting right because you want to bet like the team you've heard of as opposed to like a set of Nevada guys you haven't seen. And they were just like exactly. kicking ass, taking <laughs> names. All right, that also real fast. Uh, this is a little middling, maybe a little bit of a favorite. I don't know. I kind of got my eye on Virginia. You know, they're returning some guys. Sure. Uh, yeah. I think maybe that quick exit's a little embarrassing. I think, Oof, you know, being a, little, being a little trained in the tournament is something that's important. There's a little pride there. And also, I, I like having to kind of roll through the ACC. I think that's one of the best conferences to really get you tournament ready. Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot sure. of good competition that can make you uh, – I, I don't think it reflects quite as well for some reason in the Big 12. I always feel like, uh, you know, a lot of teams do get in from the Big 12 but kind of exit early, and I think the ACC sees a little uh has as for whatever reason i don't know if it's guard player or whatever go a little bit deeper in the tourney no sure, sure. no good absolutely virginia kyle guy tony bennett coming back mm-hmm. yeah they're 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 looking to kind of have a little redemption year redemption tour absolutely. let's do uh i know we're up against it we got to get out and we're gonna have our mvps chris allen thanks so much for sticking around brother through three segments and uh does MA or does uh most awesome have it and all the map about you and, <laughs> hey, man. and the That's bonus awesome. does most awesome have it real fast let's uh give me a long shot i'll start off real fast i went with nice. um i kind of jumped on this alabama at 120 to 1 um, sure. Okay. I think there's uh, – it may maybe you can tell me a little bit about that freshman that's coming in that uh, people are a little excited about. But I remember seeing them a little bit last year, and it seemed like they were kind of restarting that program and getting them back on the map, and it might be a good time to get in low on them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the freshman, so drank everyone yeah. that you're talking about. Okay. Um, but I do know Avery Johnson. Who's the, who's the freshman? Do you know the freshman there, well, sir? I, I don't. CA? It's Kyra Lewis, okay. I think. Let me make sure I've made his name right. Huh. Okay. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, here's the thing is the SEC is, is much improved in terms of a basketball division is. or conference, I should say. Um, you know, the, you've got the ACC perennial all-stars, and you've got the Big 12 is always very competitive yeah. uh, with West Virginia and Texas and a couple other good squads in there. Um, and the Big Ten, I know everyone's kind of middling on the Big Ten yeah. in football, but the Big Ten is very solid top to bottom in basketball. Um, if if I'm gonna go with a long shot out of the Big Ten, I'll give you I'll give you one. I'll give you Minnesota at two hundred one. Oh. I know it's Ooh. I know it's crazy. Uh, let's go Vikes. That's down there. Two hundred one. Jo- yeah, two hundred one. Jordan Murphy. I know it's a little bit crazy, but but hear me out on this. Jordan Murphy led, I believe, led the NCAA in double doubles. Uh, they got a couple good guys back. They had three guys that they lost to injury. And uh, one guy that they lost from from off the court stuff last year, they were in number fourteen in the top twenty five poll to start the season, so they might be a little undervalued, and it's one of those things where if you're looking for value in those long shot picks, yeah. I'd look for that. I got another little stat for you, Brandana. Mm. While you're looking at that, is mm. is that 
okay, if you're looking for real long shots, be very wary about it because typically when these preseason AP polls come out and the rankings come out, yeah. they're pretty they're pretty true to form. Unlike college football, they're pretty true to form. A lot of the top 10 teams end up, you know, half of the top 10 teams to start the season last year ended up in the top five at the end of the year, mm -hmm. at the end of the last season. Yeah. So if you're looking for that outside of the top 100, keep the Keep this in mind. Only one team from outside of the top 100 made it into the field of 64 for the NCAA tournament. That was Arizona State. Yeah, they were sneaking good. into the into the tournament. They beat so KU. If you're looking for that long shot, the the big money play. Unless you're an alumni and you really just feel good, and like you said, Grandma sent you a hundred bucks, and I went to <laughs> University of Buffalo, so I'm going to drop it on them hey, at a thousand to one. By the way, University of Buffalo returned six of their seven starters. <laughs> uh, Great tie beat, back, bro. Beat Arizona. Beat Ari yeah, thanks, bro. Uh, beat Arizona last year, so uh, I, that would be my super deep long shot. Yeah, I think out of all these long shots we've been talking, like this is. I mean, we're just calling kind of a spade a spade here, like it's. You know, these aren't great bets, especially the long shots in college basketball for the exact reason right. we're saying, like, while the tournament is amazing because anyone can win, like, it's also, it's a grind. So, you know, some of these these teams that are 100 to 1, 80 to 1, like, even 60 to 1, like, mm -hmm. putting together that stretch of, like, seven victories is really fucking difficult, especially yep. when you get to sure. the end. Uh, real fast, Chris Allen, before we get out of this, brother, do you want to drop a long shot on us? I sure do. Yeah, uh, it, it's a good freshman class uh, coming out of Vanderbilt this year. They're uh, uh, sitting at 120 to 1. Uh, they're strong, man. I mean, it's, you know, again, the SEC much improved, but I don't know. I see them, uh, you know, middle uh, to the to the lower, you know, upper half of that yeah. uh, yeah, sure. Of that well, conference. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's, they got that's a good great. Let's, uh, let's do this. Let's warm your bookies up a little bit. Like maybe before you drop the coin on a little bit of the long shot to win the NCAA championship, bet a few games. Look at a little regular season game. Figure out what's going on. What are you doing on Wednesday night? Watch a little Vandy basketball. Let's do it. Uh, okay, let's close up as we do with our MVP of the week. Most awesome. Why don't you start us off? Show them how it's done. Ooh, uh, I'm gonna go with a with a college basketball hero. Uh, we're talking about Derrick Rose, hero for some reasons for KU yeah. fans than others. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm going to go with Derrick Rose. Uh, an emotional win last night yeah. uh, beating the Utah Jazz. Derrick put up 50 points. Mm -hmm. He's much maligned in injury and everything like that and just really wore his emotions on his sleeve, Pat, mm. and uh, came out there. <laughs> there you go. Cliche. Cliche alert. Exactly. Yeah. He also wears and, a grim uh, reaper on his sleeve. Yeah. He's my MVP of the week. Good nice. hustle. Excellent. Uh, C. Allen, what you got for us? Yes, sir. Uh, mine is going to the college football side of things and uh, ending horrible streaks. Uh, the worst team in college football is uh, looking up for once in a decade, and it's David Beatty and the Kansas Jayhawks football mm -hmm. squad getting a win at home against TCU for the first time since 1997 when we didn't know who NSYNC was. Pretty incredible. It's the last time Excellent. we beat TCU. Excellent. Man, this guy really does bleed crimson and blue. <laughs> KU football. Don't talk a lot of that on this pod. Thanks, no, brother. <laughs> My MVP of the week, uh, Ty Montgomery. Anybody that can make my boy, my anti-boy, Aaron yeah. Rodgers, throw a towel in disgust and just kind of lose his R-E-L-A-X cool, I am completely behind. 
Thank you, Ty Montgomery. Hats off. You are my MVP of the week. Good luck there in Baltimore. <laughs> All right, this has been the most awesome Brandana Sports Podcast. We've had musician extraordinaire Chris Allen in the studio with us. We had a lot of fun. He's got a T-shirt coming his way Can't for knocking wait. a map about you out of the park. Uh, he is Chris Allen. I'm most awesome. Chris Allen, you got anything to plug real fast? Any place we can find your music, brother? Hey, man, we're just releasing an EP with uh, aforementioned Justin Cook. Uh, it should be out in the next month. So look out for that. Actually, man, is that going to be on iTunes? Just search Chris Allen? Yeah, it's going to be Spotify. Uh, <laughs> we don't really know the name yet, but uh, we're coming out with that. I'll be sure to let you guys know. Great start. If you could work, if you could work a map into the name, <laughs> that'd, that'd be perfect. Oh, yes. We'll put a link there. Uh, why don't you ask Most Awesome to sign himself off, please? Hey, M.A., why don't you go sign yourself yeah. off there, buddy? It's Mab when it's Mab. Style, fame, she likes fashion. She likes.